Welcome to What's Happening, a podcast created by and for the Anglophone East School District. Join us on your drive to work, your walk around the block, in the staff room, or while you're relaxing. You bring the coffee, and we'll bring the news. My name is Brian. And my name is Stephanie. We are excited to be hosting What's Happening, a place where we share everything that's happening in our district. Follow us on social media using at Anglophone East to be notified of when new episodes come out. Welcome to What's Happening. Welcome back to another amazing episode of What's Happening. It's been a while since we've gone on the air because, well, a lot has been happening. So, Stephanie, let's fill our, our listeners and our viewers in a little bit, I guess, because it's been a lot about what's been going on <laughs> in education. Yeah. So, um, we didn't do kind of a wrap up to the first half of the school year because the last two weeks were kind of all over the place. Um, our earlier grades ended earlier than they were originally scheduled. And then we weren't quite sure what was happening during the last week. Um, so it was just kind of bananas. It remains bananas. Um, but we are distance learning. I've seen so many great tweets uh, from teachers who are engaged in distance learning and finding innovative and creative ways to um, engage their students online, but also ways to uh, make themselves feel like they're they're interacting a little bit uh, more personally with their students. I saw um, Wanda Doris from Review Middle has stuffies in all of her kids' desks, keeping their seats warm, probably also. So then she kind of feels more like she's speaking to a, a full classroom. And I just, I love seeing those things. I know that we're all, you know, kind of anxious to get back together safely, but um, I just want to acknowledge that everybody's really doing their best. And it's it's really been nice to to see all of the ways that teachers are engaging with their students. Absolutely. And and way to pivot, you know, and, and adapt. You know, we went away for the holidays, came back to virtual learning, which brings us to today's episode, uh, you know, about supporting educators and students in providing an opportunity to highlight their work through a virtual platform. So before we dive into the Innovate Showcase, we are excited to welcome Céline Gallien to this episode of What's Happening. And Céline, what better way than to let yourself introduce yourself to our listeners and our viewers? Thanks so much for having me on the podcast today. I'm very excited to be here. So as Brian said, my name is Céline Gallien. I'm an education support teacher here with Anglophone East School District. Um, I am I specialize in numeracy from 6 to 12, but I have had this role now for, I think, six or seven years. And I started off in numeracy, then was STEM, and then last year was pretty much everything, and now I'm back to numeracy. Um, I'm really passionate about... Uh, ed tech and having students be curious and learn about the world around them. And I really have an, a great passion to encourage teachers uh, to allow their students to wonder and inquire about the world. And that kind of led me to uh, being chair of the Innovate Showcase. And this will be the second year that I am chair of the showcase. Fantastic. So let's, let's, Without further ado, dive right into the Innovate Showcase. So you say this is the second year for Innovate Showcase, and it's a bit of a product probably of, of, of the global pandemic and going to virtual. What did last year's Innovate Showcase look like? Actually, let me backtrack that. What is the Innovate <laughs> Showcase uh, for our listeners and our viewers to know what that is? So the Innovate Showcase is an opportunity for students uh, from K-12 to in the Anglophone School District 
to celebrate their great ideas, innovative projects, um, inventions, creativity, and hard work that they've done throughout the year. It is an event that, again, is open from K to 12. Uh, we are hoping this year to have whole school-wide projects as well as classroom projects, can be small group projects or individual student projects. Really, the only limit is student creativity. Excellent. So when you say K to 12, if I say had a kindergarten um, student who was interested, but maybe it's not something that the kindergarten teacher or school is looking to take on or grade, um, how would that very young student kind of connect with the Innovate Showcase to submit something? That's a great question. Um, Students and uh, well, student parents, I guess, can register their their child. Uh, we will be sharing uh, the registration link with all the teachers. So the parent would just have to, I guess, c- connect with the teacher or the school to get okay. the registration link. It will be via forms. And then that way we can ensure that the students have all the information that they need um, to go forward. Excellent. Thank you so much. And, and this year is different. I mentioned earlier on before I got excited, you know, we ha- there was a version of Innovate Showcase last year, but this year, let's call it 2.0. What platform are, are, are we using as a district to help showcase these projects? Because, you know, last year I, we were there, we used a, pro- a platform called Project Board, which was difficult to navigate and use. Uh, but this year we're moving on to Canva. Which is super exciting because it's it's uh, you know it's integrated with Office 365. So like Celine mentioned, kindergarten students all the way to grade 12 have access through single sign-on. But what is it going to look like? How what can students expect when they're trying to submit a project to the Innovate Showcase? So uh, like Brian just said, we've partnered with Canva, which is very exciting. It's such a user-friendly platform. And uh, so far, we've created a template that students will have access to on a district folder. So we're currently in the works of getting all that set up and shared out to our schools and our teachers for everybody to access. And we are going to use Canva presentation. So it is a lot like PowerPoint, if if our listeners are uh, familiar with that. And there will be a slide for each section. Um, that matches our student guide. So let's say a student does a project that is, um, I don't know, they create a little animated video and they want to submit that. Well, we wanna know about the process behind it uh, as well as seeing their end product. So students will go into the template and they can be as creative as they want to be, change the backgrounds, change the font. Um, Really the template is just placeholders to allow students to know what goes in each slide. But realistically, we want students to be creative and show us what they're capable of doing. Uh, Speaking as a non-visually artistic person, uh, I use Canva presentations for every single presentation I do. And um, I use Canva for everything because it's so user-friendly. It's really nice to see like, okay, something looks good there, but I can use my own photo or I can use my, and I know that it's still going to fit with the theme. Um, Just not having to like think about that part of the content creation is huge, I think. And yeah, I'm really excited that we're using Canva for this. It's exciting to know that this user-friendly platform, which is integrated to Office 365, can be used 
outside of innovate, right? That's one of the big things as Celine and myself and the other committee members were looking at what platform do we use? You know, in the world that we are in right now, which, you know, teachers are, are overwhelmed and, and looking for tools to help enhance learning, how do we embed something that isn't a one-off? And Canva, Canva for Education is that tool that is not just a one-off. It can be used in science class, math class, social studies, you name it, um, which is why we are excited to partner with them for the Innovate Showcase. Um, and Celine, you mentioned uh, student documents. Where can teachers access... And I'm, I'm going to say to our audience, I already know the answers to some of these questions because I do work with Celine <laughs> on the Innovate Showcase. So I'm doing my best here to uh, to not have answers. But so, Celine, so where can people access these documentations if they want to know more about uh, the, the the showcase, you know, the student FAQ sheet or student guide? Where can teachers, students and parents access that information? So all teachers and Anglophonies have been sent an email um, last week. Uh, with all of the information and documents that were needed. And each school also has an innovate school teacher, leader, represent, representation person, I guess, um, <laughs> that also has access to all of the information. Or um, I believe, Stephanie, you have an email. If parents are wanting more information, they can simply email um, that email and we will make sure to get the student guide, the FAQ sheet or any other information that they need to them that way. Yeah. And I'll include the email in the, in the show notes as well when we post this, but it is asdeinfo at nbed.nb.ca. And then I'll make sure that I, I receive those emails and then I'll forward it on to you, to you guys. Yeah, we That's really want to make sure that, um, sorry, Brian, we really want to make sure that it is user-friendly and that Anyone who is interested in participating has the opportunity to participate. And I think that's the, you just, that's what I was going to say and sort of, but you nailed it on the head there, which is we want everyone in Anglophone East to be able to participate. And that's students, you know, as an individual, maybe, you know, at home, they're working on a Minecraft project and they want to share that at Innovate. Maybe at school, they've worked on a on a lab or they've worked on a, a music project. They want to share that heritage fair is also another big one in our district. We want it all. And it's, and it's in by all means, just a venue for us to be able to share all these amazing creations that we know all of the students are doing in Anglophone East. And, and that's, that's the huge part of this. It's, it's a gigantic celebration um, of student projects. And, and so this leads to the celebration but there's also another layer to the Innovate Showcase that that is new this year because why not? Why not make another layer uh, to something that is already gigantic? Uh, so, Celine, can we dive into a little bit about the launch um, and why why we've decided to offer kind of this secondary layer uh, to the Innovate Showcase? So we, for the past few years, have tried to figure out ways to incorporate a connection with the uh, UN Sustainable Development Goals. And we know that they're very important and we're highlighting them in our classes, um, in not just in science or in social studies, but in all of our classes. And we wanted to have a, a space for great ideas to come about and, again, be celebrated that are connected to trying to attain these goals. So we came up with the launch and um, it is essentially going to be like a pitch fest 
where the top three projects um, associated with our sponsored SDGs, we have, I think, currently 12 sponsored SDGs, and we are hoping to get a few more on board with us. Um, And those um, uh, sponsors that we have will be invited to attend this Pitch Fest, this event, um, as a judge. And the top three projects associated with those SDGs will come to the event. They will not need to actually present their projects because we will have um, their presentations ahead of time. So it will really be like a five-minute question and answer um, with the panel. We are hoping in person, but we are adaptable. And if it has to be virtual, we'll make that happen as well. And we have asked our community partners to either be mentors or provide perhaps funding to continue um, the projects later on. So it's really a way for us to celebrate amazing projects that are aimed at making the world a better place. That sounds so cool. I can't wait to see that portion of it. That sounds, yeah, yeah, super cool. Um, So you mentioned community partners. So can you give us uh, an example of some of these organizations that we're partnering with that would be panelists? We have 12 partners. Um, oh, wow. I know, okay. Yeah, 12 partners so far. And I know, like, I've reached out to a few more. So it's all kind of jumbled in my head as to who has confirmed and who has not confirmed. But yeah, we have 12 partners. And they are, for the most part, very excited um, to be part of this in one way or another. That's awesome. So, uh, and I'll put it out there too, that if anybody is looking to partner with the Innovate Showcase, that they can uh, reach out to that same email address and uh, we will make sure to get you connected with the right people. It's such an amazing opportunity. You know, I've said, I think that the word amazing probably because I just really love the Innovate Showcase, but (laughs) it's, you know, these partnerships that we create help our students kind of continue their dream. And that's something for the past years, you know, the, uh, the, the STEM East Expo that was there before helped create spark ideas and then move forward into Canada-wide science fair, things like that. That still exists, which is embedded into the Innovate Showcase. But now our goal is to really highlight these connections with the UN SDGs because the idea here is sustainability and how do we help mm-hmm. students grow these projects. And some of these projects, honestly, Students started working on them maybe in grade six, and they're still working on them. And that is absolutely amazing. And there are so many success stories that have come out of former events of ours that, yeah. you know, are are just amazing stories to know that these were students in our schools, that these teenagers, these youth had this idea. It came to life and the platform was there for them to at least share it. And who knows where that will bring them next. Um, and so, Salon, so we've talked about all of these amazing opportunities. So we're hoping that our listeners, our viewers, whether they're parents, their teachers, their students listening to this, whether they're partners, come on board and say, I want to be part of this in one way or another. What are some important dates or deadlines that people should know about as we move forward um, into this school year? So the two most important dates are our registration deadline, which is Friday, March 4th. Um, to fill out the registration form and then projects need to be submitted um, via Canva no later than Friday, March 18th. So those are two important dates, March 4th for registration, March 18th for project submission. 
And I know, and I know that there's a deadline that actually just is passing today as we record this, but for, you know, educators out there, and maybe there are students in classrooms that think I want to know more about this. Is there a way for teachers to either take part in some sort of Canva PL or even have a member, you know, of the Innovate Showcase team come in and help kind of launch this with their class? Because we know that's difficult too, right? The idea is great, but then if you don't know all the ins and outs and and you have, you know, a lot of different questions, is this project good? Is this a good idea? Is there a way for someone to have uh, an expert or somebody come in and help them with that process? So in the email that was sent out last week, there was a forums link and all of our school teacher leaders uh, reps have that link as well and can share it in case you deleted the email or lost it. Um, and you can fill out the form. It's simple. It asks three questions. What school are you in? Um, are you interested in having someone come launch the event with your class? And are you interested in Canva PL? And we're really hoping we've had, uh, I checked today, I think we have 20 different schools who have responded. And we're really hoping to be able to connect a few classes at a time to do these um, launch presentations to encourage our students and get them excited about uh, having a project in the Innovate Showcase this year. What, a, what an added layer to help teachers, help students be part of Innovate. You know, there's, you know, uh, and I would say, you know, we've, we've heard it from several of our guests, you know, finding the silver lining in the global pandemic or, you know, finding the positives, you know, in a year, maybe in person, we wouldn't be able to get to every classroom because there's only so many people that we can offer up it to help launch this. But because we are virtual, we are, you know, Celine is able to, as the example, to launch this with five or six classrooms at one time on a virtual call. Um, so we can spread ourselves throughout all of the schools in the district without having to travel, you know, from one end to the next and trying to get to all the classrooms. So that's a great opportunity. And anybody who's listening and who's interested in, in having that as part of your classroom launch, you know, reach out to the email that Stephanie's providing or to Celine or myself uh, for that, because, you know, we want to help. And that's one of the biggest pieces that must be understood from Innovate. It's here to help. It's not here as a burden. It's here to provide a place for projects to be shared. It's a place for teachers to say, here's, a, a, you know, part of the lesson is to upload it to the Innovate Showcase. And it's a learning opportunity for all to use Canva. And that's something that we are excited to partner with Canva as well is to offer that free professional learning for educators to learn how to navigate it, how to get your students on, and then, you know, on how to use it. Like Stephanie, you said earlier, it's pretty straightforward once you're in there yeah. and you start designing. But sometimes there's that hesitation and we want to take that hesitation away. We want to provide to make sure that this is an easy pathway, no stress. Let us take it off your plate and help you provide this opportunity to the creative students of Anglophone East. I think too... Um, oh, oh, sorry. No, nope, go for too, it. I think that... Um, Sometimes teachers might look at the student guide or look at the template and be like, oh, but my student's project doesn't fit this mold. Like, if you don't feel like it fits, it fits anyway. Like, we, <laughs> it, it might not be selected for um, the Southeast Regional Science Fair if it's not a science project, if it's a heritage project, but it still fits. It has a place. All student projects have a place at Innovate. We really, really, I don't know how to get that message out and make it more clear. 
It is really inclusive to all of our students for all of their passion um, and creativity and inventions and innovations, uh, whether it be an interpretive dance or a campaign for gender equality or a science project. It, it really, we want this event to encompass and, and hold a space for everyone. Excellent. Yeah, and I, you know, to just tap into that, Celine, you know, whether your school has a hydroponics garden, whether your school has a garden, whether your whatever, maybe your school is doing this amazing project. You know, there's some, uh, what are they called, forests? Uh, you know, the the some schools have forests outside or outdoor classrooms you're building. We want that because it's innovative. That's the whole goal um, with these presentations uh, of projects. And I, I'd like to preface too before, you know, I know some teachers are just beginning with their classes this week. Um, it can be an idea. It doesn't have to be a final product. It can be a prototype. It can just be the spark of an idea and how a student would think through what the end result could look like. So I, I always think back to one particular project that was at the STEM East Expo. Um, it was a student who wanted to create an app and it had to do with allergies and she had no idea how to code an app, but she had this great idea. So her and her partner submitted a project and they ended up get, getting funding, I believe, wow. for professional coders to make this app an actual thing that exists. So it doesn't have to be a finalized project. It doesn't have to be you know, this grandiose piece of equipment that they actually put all together. It can be a cardboard prototype that they tested. It can be something that didn't work. It can be an idea that they tried and it flopped. It doesn't matter. It's the process that goes along with it. So if you're you know, I don't know, choreographing an interpretive dance. I keep going back to that one. Um, and you've recorded your process because maybe you put a pirouette in the middle of it and you decided to, to remove that. That's all part of your process. That's what we want to see. Awesome. Is there, because I, I know like this, um, this Innovate was born out of the... Um, STEM East Expo. Uh, and at the as part of the STEM East Expo, there was a way for the public to view student projects. Um, is that part of the Innovate Showcase? Is there a way that, I don't know, after projects are submitted or when uh, some are selected to move on, etc., will there be a platform where people can view the student projects? We are currently working on figuring out how to make that possible. Okay, excellent. Um, it's very important to the committee that there be an opportunity for it to be shared, um, to be shared. So with Canva, it will be open to all of EECD to um, okay. be able to access, but we are currently kind of trying to think of ways to kind of showcase the projects in a broader way. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks. Yeah, and that's obviously something to navigate in a virtual world, media release and and making sure that everything is safe for public consumption at the end of the day, Yeah, um, which is huge. But yeah, for sure, you know, and, and like Celine said, working with Canva, they've been great trying to figure out how we can do this in a safe manner so that 
because that's one of the biggest things, like you mentioned, Stephanie, the STEM East Expo was that public viewing and getting to be able to share that with everyone. So hopefully, and I'm sure we will figure out a way that those projects will be will be made public facing in some form or fashion. So, Celine, Celine, we thank you so much for sharing you know, your passion of the Innovation Showcase, what it is, how people can can experience it and be part of it. So, but before we go, is there anything else that you'd like to add that we may have missed regarding the Innovate Showcase or, or, or something else? Um, we want to see a lot of participation. So teachers, if you are listening, share with your students. And if you aren't sure how to introduce this, reach out. Uh, we have a team that is willing and ready to help in any way, shape, or form. And we just want to celebrate the great things that are already happening in our schools and virtually. And right now is a great time for students to be working on projects um, for the showcase while at home and still be learning and creating something that can be evaluated or assessed at the end of the day. Fantastic. Awesome. Absolutely. And, and, you know, one layer that I think we forgot to mention, and I'll mention it now is we, the removal of a school-based fair or some sort of classroom fair, all students, all classrooms can submit directly to the Innovate Showcase. There is not this first layer, second layer. It's everyone can submit their projects directly to the Innovate Showcase, which removes the burden of, of teachers having to navigate all these projects. And to your exact point there, everyone right now is learning virtually. So let's let's use Canva. Let's dive into what it offers and how they can use it to create projects at home or, or even maybe they're creating a journal entry for their teachers through Canva right now because they are at home. Um, and we're happy to help. We're happy to help navigate how to use the platform um, and then how to integrate it, but obviously how to build your projects for the Innovate Showcase as well. So Steffi and I will add all of that information down into the show notes for anyone listening or viewing to reach out for contact purposes. If you're interested in knowing more about the Innovate Showcase, the email address will be there, as well as any links that we need to add down below. So, Celine, once again, we thank you for taking the time to join us and share your passion regarding the Innovate Showcase. We look forward to seeing all of the amazing projects that will be submitted this year through, through Canva and shared publicly because we know that everyone in our district is creative and has something that they'd like to share. So, as always, stay tuned, stay creative, and stay connected. This was What's Happening.